everyone. Welcome to Soapbox Stand-Up. My name is Lucas Muller, and it's Monday, April 26th. If you're new, Soapbox Stand-Up is a weekly podcast designed to bring you all the latest headlines about Real Salt Lake in a 15-minute episode published every Monday morning. Um, so for this week's episode, the biggest news far and away is Real Salt Lake are back. They had a really fantastic win over Minnesota United in Minnesota. It's the first time they've ever beaten um, Minnesota United there, at least in um, United's uh, Major League Soccer era. Um, so that is really, really a great way to start the season from Real Salt Lake. Uh, they won 2-1 to one with both of RSL's goals coming from Anderson Julio. Um, the Loney from Liga MX was really incredible in this game. Very dynamic, uh, brought great pressure, and had some really good finishes. Uh, those goals came in the 31st and 41st minutes of the game. Um, and then uh, the second half was certainly more nervy. Um, we saw... Uh, Minnesota uh, get a goal back in the 86th minute. It felt like the tide was turning a bit. Um, they were putting you know everything they had into the game to try to get some kind of result. Um, Minnesota had lost a previous game 4-0 in Seattle, so they certainly did not want to lose at home. Um, but RSL was able to see out the win, uh, get all three points away to Minnesota, and um, yeah, really, really good result for, for Real. Um, overall, I, I think RSL felt like the better team throughout, certainly in the first half. Um, Rubio Rubin, again, uh, he was very, very good. Both goals probably don't happen without his um, involvement. Um, so the seeing guys like Rubin and Julio come on first game ever uh, in the in the league for those two players, um, they they impressed. And it's really good to see some dynamic attack coming from Real Salt Lake. Overall, um, Minnesota had the better side in a lot of the possession stats, um, having 55.9% of possession to RSL's 44.1. They had 23 shots to RSL's 11. The biggest and key difference was Minnesota only put two goals uh, on frame, whereas RSL had four. Of course, half of those resulting in goals. Um, they're... Minnesota's passing accuracy was a bit better. They had more corners. Um, but RSL really able to come away uh, with the win there, and that was pretty incredible. There was some drama around this game. Uh, towards uh, Once the final whistle went, David Ochoa kicked the ball um, up into the uh, standing section at Allianz Field, and that really enraged the Minnesota players and staff. It almost resulted in a fistfight, the... Uh, the uh, the last few minutes of that broadcast were focused on the player interaction after the final whistle, and it was pretty dramatic. Minnesota United head coach Adrian Heath said uh, in regards to David Ochoa, he's got some edge on him for a kid who's not that good. Um, honestly, a little funny to say something about that, uh, about a keeper who's um, had some good saves and just beaten your team. Um, Loon's fans were also very vocal in social media about um, yeah, their displeasure around Ochoa's actions. Um, many are calling uh, on the league to take punitive measures. We'll see if that happens or not. Um, he may have violated MLS code of conduct um, for lobbing a ball into the stands after the game had ended. So it remains to be seen what happens, what the league does. Um, I don't think it's a great look for Ochoa on the one hand, but on the other, um, you kind of want a player that has that kind of fire and... Bring some drama to the game. It's certainly the kid 
um, yeah, brings brings some passion to the team. Uh, and that's honestly kind of fun to watch. Um, so me personally, I'm not really upset about him doing that. I don't think he blasted the ball hard at, at people. Um, it's nothing like what Kaku did uh, back in 2019 when he just absolutely smashed a ball right into nearby fans, uh, injuring one, I believe. Um, this is really different. He just kind of sent it up into the stands after the final whistle. Um, hopefully he doesn't get benched by the league. Um, him starting in goal, I think, is a really good sign in the trust that Freddie Juarez and their staff have in Ochoa. Um, so we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be an, an interesting week on that front. MLS Commissioner Don Garber said that there had been some movement on the local investors' front for a new owner, um, uh, that the team is in good hands, but really um, sounds like he said he's optimistic something comes about um, by the end of the year. That feels like he's probably t trying to taper expectations that this could be a long-haul situation in order to find a new owner. Um, they're certainly careful that they want to get the right guy in place, but probably not what most people are going to want to hear that the timeline feels pushed out a bit. Um, in some former RSL player news, Kyle Beckerman uh, has taken the head coaching job at uh, Utah Valley University. Um, so that was announced last week. There were some rumors that Nick Romando may be joining him on the goalkeeping staff, but Romando himself took a different job joining the RSL Academy um, as the goalkeeper coach. So definitely exciting to see both of those guys um, stay in Utah, get coaching gigs, and yeah, kind of pass their knowledge, their expertise onto the next generation. Um, on the Bobby Wood front, Hamburg uh, ended uh, his contract early, so they've they've terminated that, and that means he could be in Salt Lake much sooner than expected. The original date was around uh, early July. Freddie Juarez told ESPN 700. Uh, we'll have him around hopefully in the next couple weeks, which would be really good for the team. Um, despite Julio and Rubin being impressive, it would not hurt to have Bobby Wood in the mix as well. For Real Monarchs, um, they've wrapped up their preseason. They had a 2-0 loss to Sacramento Republic. Um, Sacramento is, is, of course, coached by former uh, Monarchs uh, head coach Mark Briggs. He won the... Um, the regular league with uh, the Monarchs in the USL. Um, so their season openers coming up, uh, they will be away to San Antonio FC. That game is on Saturday, May 8th at 6 p.m. I believe that will be in ESPN 700, but I will be sure to note that as we get closer to that game. Um, then the Monarchs home opener is on Friday, May 14th. It's at 7 p.m. at Zounds Bank Stadium. What is really fascinating about this team right now is they only have 13 players listed on the roster. That's very thin, uh, certainly an area of concern. I would expect a lot of RSL players who aren't regulars, um, who aren't regularly making the match to 18, for instance, to play with the Monarchs. We've seen that in the past. Regardless, 13 feels pretty thin. Um, it's a very young squad. Uh, James Moberg is uh, far and away the oldest player at 27, but they also have a 15-year-old in uh, Julio Benitez uh, on the team. The average age of the squad is 22 years old, so hopefully a side that can develop um, and continue to bring um, some talent to the first team. 
Real Salt Lake's next game uh, will be their, their home opener. It's at Rio Tinto Stadium uh, this upcoming Saturday, May 1st at noon. They will be hosting uh, their rival Sporting Kansas City. That is always an exciting game to watch. Certainly a lot of, uh, a lot of history between these two sides over the last 10 years. Um, sporting, so far this season, they've played two games. They got a 2-1 win at New York Red Bull. Um, good good ro- road result for them. And then they had a 1-1 draw at home against Orlando this past Friday. Uh, it's a decent start overall for Sporting KC. Um, they'll probably be frustrated with that with that draw with Orlando at home. But honestly, that goal, uh, it was an incredible like back heel flick from Nani. You should go look it up. Um, really, really good moment from Nani to show just the quality that that player still has. So Sporting Kansas City starting strong for sure. Um, but not, yeah, not impervious. Um so their next three games are all at home for RSL. Uh, like I just mentioned, their home opener against KC is um, going to be this Saturday, May 1st at noon. The next game is against San Jose, and that's Friday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. And then they will play um, Nashville, Nashville coming to Salt Lake for the first time. Uh, that's Saturday, May 15th at 7.30 PM. Um, sounds like all those games should be allowing 2,000 fans. I don't know if that's been made official, certainly at the home opener, uh, but tickets can be found at rsl.com. Uh, and last thing that I wanted to mention is that we at um, RSL Soapbox have spun up a new podcast called Soapbox Breakfast. The idea here is just to have something that you can consume morning of a of a match day um, that really just kind of previews the game, points out a few key things to watch. You'll hear a rotating cast of voices to help you get ready for that day's RSL action. Well, thanks everyone for listening. I'll be back next Monday with uh, the latest RSL news.